has all the knowledge you want. Malik books has all the knowledge you need. Malik books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read. Malik books. Malik's bookshelf. Bringing a world together with books, culture, and community. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, my name is Malik, your host of Malik's Bookshelf. We're on episode 29, and we got a fiery episode coming up because it's Juneteenth weekend, and that's the subject of episode 29. I'm going to be talking about some book recommendations for Juneteenth as well as interviewing Top shelf TV personality regularly appears on Good Morning America and the Steve Harvey Morning Show and is the ambassador and executive chef for Omaha Steaks, steaks that I buy on a regular basis that I send to my mom every holiday. And I also send those Omaha Steaks to someone that passed away so they can have a feast in the name of their loved one. Speaking about chef David Rose author of Eggin, David Rose Cooks on the Big Green Egg. Now, we did a demonstration here at Malik's book, a cooking demonstration. We had never done a cooking demonstration at Malik's, and it was a hit. The food was outstanding. It was delicious. David came in the bookstore, and he demonstrated his water, grilled watermelon sangria. He cooked up some grits with shrimp and his cream sauce. He grilled this very tender and delicious ribeye steak with this secret sauce that he put on the top. And it was just a eventful day to watch the magic of Chef David Rose. It was just beautiful. And everyone loved these Father's Day recipes that he has in his books so all of that is taking place on episode 29 june t my man david rose in the house at malik books just did a wonderful demonstration a cooking demonstration and we're greatly appreciative brother you had the crowd going they brought lots of books, and you <laughs> was just a, a star. Thing. That's a good yeah, that's thing. That's a good, good thing. thing. Yeah. And, and food, huh. you know, just talk to us about, brother, the importance of a, of a good meal, of a good menu, that huh. is, and why your book is all above. Yeah, first off, thanks for having me, Malik. Always respect. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. And good food is like love, man. You know, good food and laughter, that cures everything. And this book right here personifies all the foods I love, all the foods I was raised with, all the foods I was taught to make, and just foods that I like in general. So on today's menu, we had a porcini rubbed ribeye with a sun-dried tomato chimichurri. They tow it up. <laughs> they tore it up completely, and we wanted to do a little surf and turf action. So we had southern shrimp and grits, a little light blackened seasoning on there, Parmesan grits, and a, we did a turkey sausage cream sauce today, and it just went over great. And to wash it all down, because you need something to wash it down. We did a grilled watermelon sangria, and I think everybody left full. 
and drunk. So I think everybody's Ubering home. So yes, we're yes, covered yes, there. Yes. But it was a great day, <laughs> full of laughter, full of great food at Malik Books. And the first of many, hopefully, cooking yes. demos. I broke the ice. You broke the so ice. So now it's up to you, brother. It's Go forth of, it's and make it happen. Time. We ain't never did anything like yeah. this. And how it came together was amazing. Yes. It was amazing because we appreciate it. <laughs> We're doing all this talking. I'm talking about the author, David Rose. But guess what? We need to introduce your book. In the oh, no doubt. Oh, of course. As a must. Come to Malik Books, you'll hear Eggin, David Rose cooks on the Big Green Egg, soup, salads, entrees, desserts, smoked cocktails, breakfast items, my love letter to food. You gonna love it, your girl gonna love it, your baby daddy, your baby daddy, daddy, daddy's cousin, he, she, them, her, everybody. everybody. It's a book for everybody to enjoy. Well, here's the thing, you know, we wanted to build this event around Father's Day because yes. we feel fathers, you know, need something and we are important, and yes. therefore we thought your book would be a great gift, a great holiday gift for Father's Day because of the recipes in there. You know, a lot of men love to cook, love mm -hmm. to grill, but then there are men who want to inspire to cook. Exactly. So tell us why this book is essential for a great Father's Day gift. Yes, Dad has done so much to you, you know, so much <laughs> for you growing up, raised you, gave you money, allowance, loved you. Wipe your dirty pampers when you're young. So the least you can do is give them an exceptional Father's Day gift. And Egan is that gift. If you love grilling, which all men love grilling, my dad loves grilling, this is the perfect gift. It's the gift that keeps on giving, and they'll never get tired of it because there's so much deliciousness in there. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite recipe in your book? My favorite recipe actually has to be the oxtails because I'm Jamaican. Okay. And oxtails, that's, that's my heartbeat right there, bro. That's my heartbeat. Well, you know, food is essential to culture and community. Amen. And the Middle East Bookshelf yeah. is bringing the world together mm. with books, culture, and community. Yes, sir. And so just talk to the audience about how food is so essential to our yeah. culture and to our community. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. Like, soul food is the food we grew up with, the food that kind of, you know, brings back those memories of those mm -hmm. first moments and those feelings and the place. It's, it's a, it's a time-freezing moment where you realize and remember the first time you had fried chicken or hot water cornbread or oxtails. It's like a time machine, and it's love. And like I always see, good food and laughter can cure anything. It, absolutely, it's medicinal. Yes. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. And a good meal is very important for the soul. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen. What inspired you to become a chef, David? Mom and dad were both chefs, so growing up, you know, they kind of inspired me because they always brought me to work mm -hmm. with them whenever I had time off. So to seeing them, the way they created food, and the way they inspired the staff to follow them and create this amazing food. It just planted a small seed at a young age. Plus, I love food. Yes, I love food. Yes, Jamaicans yes. love food. I'm from the tri-state area, so yes. I wanted to learn how to create and, and recreate you, food. So cooking was the best way to go about doing and, it. So in the book, you yeah. you, you you wove in some of that Jamaican twist, yes. some of the Asian twist. Yes, yes. all of that, all of that. All food, this cookbook is my culinary roadmap. It's a mix of Foods that I grew up on, foods that I just like, countries I visited, states I visited, because you know, every state, every country, every region has their own style of open fire cooking and barbecue. So, this is my homage to barbecue and open fire cooking all over the world. Well, you know, I know that 
food is so universal. Yes, it is. And so many, it, it actually brings people together as it well. Does. You know, it's just like music. You know, our music is mm -hmm. universal and it brings people together. Sports do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I know the food does that as well. It really, really is crazy. You can be sitting <laughs> at a dining table, you might be a different religion, speak a different language, but the food's hitting. Y'all could just give that look. He just know everything's okay with the world. So food is that one uniting front that brings everybody together, that one intangible love because mm -hmm. good food is enjoyed near, far, and wide, and everybody loves a good plate of food. Everybody. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, doing a the demonstration there, you talked about you graduated on top of your class. Summa cum laude, le cordon bleu. That is amazing. That is Thank amazing. you, brother. And very impressive, the demonstration and your technique and the seasoning and the sauces and all just the way you tied speak everything that truth, together. Brother, speak that truth. You know, it was just amazing. And yeah. you, it's like you could read the, the crowd. You could read and feel and sense. And it was like, you know, when they got your meal, they got quiet. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best sound is silence and lip smacking. Yes, That's music yes, to my ears. Yes, 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 yes. It was very delicious. I had my samples. And uh, this was a wonderful, wonderful event. And we appreciate you. Where you from again, brother, again? I'm originally from New Jersey, but I've lived in Atlanta now for the last 20 years. I lived in Atlanta for. Okay. But okay. I'm a Jersey boy. I'm a Jersey, Jersey boy, okay. yeah. You still, I mean, you know, Atlanta is considered south, but it's still east, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Southeast, southeast. Southeast. Yeah, southeast. Southeast, southeast. southeast. So, um. So tell us some of your big plans you got coming up because, uh, you know, just, you know, you don't have to, you know, this is yeah, an NDA yeah, yeah, sign, yeah, yeah, but just, yeah. you know, what you got going I can on. tell you a little something, yeah, something. Little yeah. Something, in, in the near executive chef, yeah. Omaha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh -huh. regularly appears on Good Morning America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple times yeah, a couple on there. Yeah, 15, 20 times on there, yeah. Uh -huh. Network. Uh -huh. Food, TV personality. Yes, you know, we try to keep the uh, keep the resume very well rounded. You know, yes, absolutely. But in the near future, I'll be at Essence Fest in late July, and I'll actually be doing the NBC Macy's Fourth of July fireworks show as well. Okay, doing a okay. couple, couple cooking demos the first hour of that. Oh, that that's yeah, so that should amazing. be fun. That should that's be fun. Be amazing, brother. Well, if I'm in town, I'll look you up. Yes, absolutely, sir. brother. Dave. <laughs> I appreciate. You've done a wonderful, brother, wonderful, wonderful demonstration. Yes, sir. That's David Rose. You heard it live here at Malik's Books. Come Appreciate get Egan at Malik Books. Make yes. it happen now. Right. They're all signed, baby. We got them signed. Egan, David Rose on the Big Green Egg. One more thing. I don't think a lot of people know about the Big Green you know, Egg, right? Yeah. Can you just touch on that a little bit, brother? Oh, of course. Because Big Green Egg is the ultimate cooking experience. It's a Komodo grill. Heats up fast, cools down quick, holds temperature. It's porous, which means it's very forgiving. You could do soup, salads, entrees. You could do indirect heat, direct heat, pizzas. And when you put the convector in there, the plate setter, it converts it into a convection oven. Now, I don't know about many other grills that can do that, but the Big Green Egg can. So wow. if you're serious about your grilling game, get you a Big Green Egg. You heard it live. David Rose, thank you. This particular episode, I want to point out some Juneteenth books instead of doing a book review that you can go out and purchase on the market now so you can learn a little bit more or be able to teach your kids. One of the books that I recommend is a book that came out this, uh, this, this year called The Juneteenth Story, Celebrating the End of Slavery in the United States by Aaliyah Augustina. 
another title by our beloved Floyd Cooper, Juneteenth from Maisie. That's a great book to pick up. Very popular. Another one is on Juneteenth by Anita Gordon-Reed, as well as a book that was put out by our beloved literary writer, Ralph Ellison, called Juneteenth. Also pick up all different now, Juneteenth, the first day of freedom by Angela Johnson and a new one that came out recently, Free at Last, a Juneteenth poem. And that's by Sojourner Kincaid Rowley. So these are some of the titles that I recommend. They're for all ages. They're filled with a lot of beautiful illustration. They give you great context about Juneteenth. So pick up your copy at MalikBooks.com or your local bookstores. Malik is in the community, and I'm interviewing the community about the Juneteenth. I have a teacher right here. I don't know her name, but I'm about to find out. I want to get your thoughts on Juneteenth. It's the first national holiday this year. Give me your thoughts on Juneteenth and what it means to you. Oh, gosh. I did not expect to be interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I put people on the spot. I'm on the stump. I need to talk to the community. I need to find out. You know, this is the first year of Juneteenth. It's, you know, it's the day that... People in blacks, that is, it was enslaved in Texas, didn't even know that the Emancipation Proclamation was signed and blacks were freed in the Confederate state. So in 1865, in June 19th, 1865, someone, a general went down there and told, hey, you know, slavery is over and they started celebrating. So ever since that day, they have a, they've been celebrating. Now it's a national holiday. It ain't been one for 40 years, a new one, that is. So, you know, you're in the community. Tell me your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I will be honest. Um, I did not know about it beforehand, and I, I do acknowledge the fact that it's it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now that I'm a school teacher, like you mentioned, I'm more than happy to, of course, kind of spread the knowledge, and, and I'm thrilled that it is a holiday. Wonderful, wonderful. Malik Books has a lot of books on Juneteenth, so you can share with your kids, mm-hmm. and uh, beautiful illustrations. And uh, part of this podcast, I did, a, 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 I guess I did uh, mention, that is, about six, seven books that uh, I recommend for Juneteenth for kids. And, um, you know, well, hey, you you the future. You're teaching the next generation. So we definitely encourage you to get some books on there and teach your kids. Yeah, I'm thrilled. It's my first time here, so I'm really happy to just hop out <laughs> the place and everything. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> This is the month that we all been waiting for, the Juneteenth celebration, a national holiday. We've been waiting for this wonderful day. We free. And I'm talking to a couple of people that's coming through Malik Books. This young lady, what's your name? Deanna. So, Deanna, tell me your thoughts about Juneteenth and what it means to black people in America. Well, uh, Juneteenth to me means celebration of being black, African-American, being free, and... Um, educating yourself and what do you think that we should be doing on juneteenth we should be celebrating we should be joining with our family and friends we should be talking about how we're going to join together as a community and as people and continue to grow wonderful 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 i want to thank you for your few words malik is on the stump i'm in the community i'm talking to people coming into the malik books and i need to know how you celebrate juneteenth by buying black. Hello. Financial freedom is freedom. Exactly. We're physically free, but we need to be financially exactly. independent and free now. Financial literacy is the most important skill that black people need to catch on to quickly. Absolutely. Quickly. Absolutely. Especially difference. with the economy in the state that it's in right now. Yeah. You have something else to say? 
For us, by us. There you go. And you heard it from the streets. I must get her on record because it's very important. Yes, right. That's right. He always gives me like this. What would you want with like Juneteenth? Happy Juneteenth. Yes. Freedom is beautiful. Freedom is not overrated. No, it's not. Please continue to recycle your black dollars. And you heard it from Secret Weapon. Got anything else to say about the Juneteenth? <laughs> no. <laughs> Peace. All right. You heard it. You heard it from Secret Weapon. All right. Malik's Bookshelf is all about community. It's all about culture. And this week we have a celebration for the first time. A national holiday. Hasn't been a national holiday in commissioned by the president in over 40 years with this national holiday that was signed in the law it's called juneteenth now some of you might not know much about juneteenth but it's a celebration that has been taking place since 1865 when the enslaved that is black people in america in texas finally found out that slavery had ended. It had been approximately two years since the Emancipation Proclamation before the people of Texas, the slaves, the blacks in Texas, found out that President Lincoln had, using his powers as commander-in-chief, the free enslaved people in the Confederate States. It had been almost two years before these slaves in Texas knew. They kept this hidden. They kept it as a secret. And Gordon Granger arrived in Galveston, Texas, and delivered a general order number three, telling the enslaved people of Texas of their freedom for the first time time it was hidden it was kept a secret they were still thinking they were slaves but the union the civil war was over the emancipation proclamation was already you know signed by president lincoln yet the black people in texas were not aware that slavery had ended in the confederate states yet so a general went down there in galveston texas and revealed to the enslaved black people the general order number three. And so since June 19th, 1865, the day that General Gordon went down to Texas, that's how it became Juneteenth. June 19th of every year, the former slaves of texas had a jubilee a celebration and celebrated their freedom every year since then now that has become a national holiday that is now being celebrated all across the united states so many cultural events are being planned i live in la and many Many celebrations are being planned. I'm participating in one called Black on the Block on Juneteenth, this Sunday, the 19th. Well, what is else on June 19th is Father's Day, but it's getting drowned out. As far as in my community, it's being drowned out because we're celebrating Juneteenth. 
my wife asked me, she said, um, what you, do you want to go to this jazz concert on uh, June 19th? I said, no, I want to go back on the block. I want us to set up. I want us to bring our books. I want us to represent because it's a day to celebrate, but it's also a day of representation. It's also a day to send, you know, a message and that we're resilient and that we are forging a path forward in a way to make ourselves financially independent because you could be free physically but we need to be freed financially independent because then you can forge a path in the future for today and for tomorrow and your next generation so juneteenth is a celebration that we need to embrace because it's not only a day of Freedom and celebration and, and jubilee, but it's also a day that we can come together and do something that's very important, and that is support each other as we rise economically. I'm part of this event that's coming up Black on the Block, and it's about 200 vendors. It's going to be entertainment, and it's, you know, 200 black vendors. And the purpose is to recycle the black dollar. Juneteenth, we need to pull money together and we need to support each other. We need to not just remember the history, but we need to do something about our history. And one way we could do something about our history and our future is that we need to pull money together and build and do for self. So I want to be part of the celebration. I don't want to just listen to jazz music and participate on Father's Day. We can do that on another day. I'm a father 24-7, 365 days a year anyway. We can do something later on. But on June 19th, this Sunday, all over this nation, I just came back from D.C. And D.C. is celebrating... I was listening to the radio. It's all kind of celebrations taking place out in Maryland, out in D.C., all across this country. It's a jubilee. It's a celebration. It is a national holiday. And if you are black and you are not celebrating Juneteenth, I think you should re-examine that. Why? Because if you don't remember and if your freedom don't mean nothing to you, it won't mean nothing to no one else and your kids. If your freedom is not celebrated and exalted, you know, and if you don't praise, you know, and bless uh, your history, no one else will. That's an important day to remember our past and to remember our future most importantly why because things are, are never going to stay the same and what we need to do as a people is to pull our money together you know i'm sitting here watching and this is why this juneteenth is culture and is community but here's the thing i'm sitting around watching you know all these people talking about don't make this like a commercialization. Don't make this into, you know, spending all your money in corporate America. And here you on national TV, you got 
an opportunity to tell people what to do and you worrying about what we shouldn't do. <laughs> what we shouldn't do is waste time in telling you what another person need to do with their money in order to, 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 to participate on Juneteenth. What we need to do is tell our community and our people to support black business, support local businesses, go out and let's pull this money and let's do for self. Juneteenth is about freedom. Well, we need to become financially freedom, not being dependent on handouts and government aid. We need to rise up and pour money. We have $1.5 trillion. We need to show our Jubilee, our Juneteenth, that we know how to pull this money and do for self. That's what I'm suggesting. That's what I believe we should we should be focusing on not trying to tell a corporation what they should do if they want to participate and make product and make clothing and make items and jump on the bandwagon well so be it but what we need to do is figure out what is best for us and what's best for us is that we need to make clothes we need to make those cups we need to make all of those things that's being sold in different department stores to celebrate juneteenth we need to do those things we don't need to worry about what another corporation is trying to do we need to focus on what we need to do because you're not going to stop uh, these corporations are getting paid their taxes. That's the reality. They're going to get theirs. What we got to do is figure out how to pull this money, how to do for self, how to make. Listen, if you out there and you want to help um, support and participate on Juneteenth, buy local. Support a black business. These are things that you can do. Go out your way to, I'm just not saying do it just on Juneteenth, because you could do this all the time. You could do this every day. But on Juneteenth in particular, go out and support a local black business. Go out and support your neighbor. Go out and support your community. These are things that are simple and it can be done. There's celebrations taking place all over. Businesses are going to be out there showing you and repping what it is that they stand for and have. We're going to be out there. All I'm saying is, it's always about the Benjamin. It's always about economics. It's always about the money in the end. And we need to galvanize our unity and pull money when we have these kind of opportunities, we have a national holiday that's around freedom. And what's more important than financial freedom? You already physically free, but we need to become financially free, financially independent, financially strong. To me, Juneteenth is about economic growth as well, not just being free. Physically, you could be, you know, you could be physically free and still be enslaved economically and oppressed economically. It's important to understand that your money matters and that there are people who's to volunteer their services for seven years in order to get a person to marry them or to get a certain amount of money 
So we should never think about slavery without thinking about economics as well. Because slavery was about economics. So freeing you physically, there still was an economic component. So we turned around and become shizcroppers. We, we turned around and got work for slave wages. See? So Juneteenth is about what? It's not only about being free, but it's also about financial freedom. Financial liberation. It, it's more than just being freed physically. And we need to celebrate and pull our money and do something for self. Because no one is stopping our rise. It's only us if we can't pull our money together. Can't fault nobody else. You can't fault the government. You free to do what we want to do. We can do tremendous amount of things on our own without government aid or government assistance. We could pull our money together and build. If 20, if 40 million Black people pull $20 a month into a black fund. That's $800 million. And if in a year's time, that's $12 billion. How much good in the hood can $12 billion do? You can build schools. You can build housing. You can build supermarkets, department stores. You can develop land. In agriculture, we could do this all on our own with already the money we have. That's what Juneteenth should be about. Because we're already physically free. It should be about economic freedom. Economic liberation. We need to pull this money, get this money, secure the bag. We need to, you know, build, develop. You know, we're part of this country. And we need to play our part. And there's things that we can do to be... More great than we already are. And we need to pull this money in order to do it. And so to me, Juneteenth is a day of celebration. It's a day of jubilee. It's a day of exaltation. It's a day of our rise. So let's do this physically. But let's do this spiritually and financially. And let's build a future for the next generation of change. And we can do that. I hope you enjoy episode 29. Juneteenth. Let's celebrate our rise. For our financial freedom. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed Juneteenth. Thanks for listening to Malik's Bookshelf. Where topics on the shelf are books, culture, and community. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. Check out my Instagram at Malik Books. See you next time.